Him and give Him all the praise. 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 Hallelujah. Lord, we celebrate your presence. We celebrate your goodness. We celebrate your faithfulness. We thank you, our Father. We thank you, our Maker. We thank you, our Keeper. We thank you, the Lord of our soul. We bless you, the Captain of our salvation. We thank you, the Anchor of our soul. We bless you. We celebrate your faithfulness. We celebrate your faithfulness. Father of life, we bless you. Father of spirit, we appreciate you. To you alone be all the praise. To you alone be all the glory. To you alone be all the honor. We bless you, Jesus. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Son of God, we say thank you. Sweet Spirit of the Living God, we bless you. We thank you for your awesome presence in here tonight. We thank you because you are set to do that which no man can do. We thank you because tonight you will change stories. Tonight you will transform lives. Tonight we enjoy open heavens. Tonight you cause us to get into the deep with you. Father, we celebrate, we celebrate you. We appreciate you, our Father. Hallelujah. In Jesus' precious name. Somebody excited to be in God's presence tonight. Let's go ahead and celebrate him one more time. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Please can let me appreciate the elevation place of praise for that session, for that worship session. Hallelujah. Amen. Please help me welcome your neighbor to the month of May. Hallelujah. Just about three, four people. I, 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 I have not asked you to sit, to sit down yet. Praise the Lord. So I expect you to rise up. It's a wonderful month of May. So go ahead and tell three, four people, welcome to the month of May. The more people you tell, the more blessings you acquire. It's a wonderful month. It's a blessed month. It's a glorious month. Hallelujah. Amen. Immediately I said, the more people you, you greet, the more blessings come across you. Some people are going to the back of the auditorium. Hallelujah. And uh, we are in the month of May, as in, incidentally, uh, one of uh, our resident pastors. Pastor, today is Sidami's birthday, was yesterday. Hallelujah. Happy birthday, sir. We love you. We appreciate you. We celebrate you. God of heaven increase you on every side. And we just shower you with our blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So, after now, go greet him and then greet him the normal way. You understand what I'm talking about? Awesome. So, we've been talking about um, the game changer, the Holy Spirit. And tonight, I'll just be giving us, uh, okay, the lapel is now working. Hallelujah. Okay, awesome. Thank you. We've been talking about the game changer, the Holy Spirit. We've been looking at the impact of the game changer in the life of a believer. And I just want to tickle your imagination tonight and just maybe help you generate some fresh expectation that some expectations of the things that you should look out for as you engage 
the game changer. Hallelujah. As you engage the game changer. See, it's not enough to know about the game changer. It's not enough to read about the Holy Spirit. It's not enough to learn about the Holy Spirit. You must go a step further to know how to engage the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ told his disciples after he's been with them for three and a half years. He said, look, I've been with you these three and a half years and it's time to go out there. He says, but before you go out there, he says, you need to tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. I have been with you. I've shown you the principles. You've seen me do things. I've shown you examples. But you need to wait for the principal. Hallelujah. No matter the principles, without the principal, the principles won't work. The Holy Spirit is the principal that makes the principles work. And so he told his disciples, tarry ye in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. And he told them in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8, says, and you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me. Hallelujah. A witness is someone that has an account of an event. In other words, the Holy Spirit, in order to make you a witness, will walk in you and then through you. So you become a witness. It works in you and then through you. It works in you bringing transformations, bringing changes, and then gives you something to talk about as a witness. Your own account of the encounters you have had with him. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And so one of the things you expect as you engage the Holy Spirit is to be empowered. Is to be empowered. You are not commissioned to be an effective witness until power is received. Until power is received. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you are no more your usual self as it were. Praise the Lord. You have the backing of the power of heaven. It says, you shall be witnesses unto me. And he says, you shall receive power and you shall be witnesses unto me. Acts chapter 10 verse 38 goes ahead and tells us something else that I want us to look at. It says, how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and whole and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. In other words, your ability to do good, to confront situations and challenges and cause them to bow to you is at the mercy of the presence of the Holy Spirit and power. It went about doing good. And healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. So the Holy Spirit in him was the enabler. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit was the enabler. 
And today we have the Holy Spirit with us. Somebody say amen. And one thing that the Holy Spirit also does that I want us to take note of is that he engages us, or let me use the word, leads us into revelation. We have said this in, our, in the previous teachings, but I just want to gloss over them and then we go into something that I believe God will have us dive into tonight. The Holy Spirit reveals to us the mind of God. It helps us to understand the victory Christ has gotten for us. It transforms us from being the oppressed to the oppressor. It changes our status from being a victim to a victor. Hallelujah. I was sharing in this, in the, in, with our colleagues in the office how, before I got born again, when I go to bed at night, I used to have this terrible oppression. I would sleep and then there is this force that will come and suppress me on the bed. And uh, I will be gasping for breath, gasping for life. And I will wake up shouting, Jesus. Anybody who has experienced that? Beautiful. It was, so going to bed at night for me was a nightmare. But when I got born again, and I got filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and I began to get into revelation in God's word about the victory that I have in Christ. Praise the Lord. I now stood and said, fine. If they burn you well, come back. After revelation had come. What happens is this. The Holy Spirit makes the word of God come alive. And it becomes very, very real to you. Let's read the scripture tonight. Ephesians chapter 17. Oh, sorry, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. I will read the Amplified Version. It says, I always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation. That gives you a deep and personal and intimate insight into the true knowledge of him. For we know the Father through the Son. Verse 18. It says, and I pray that the eyes of your spirit. Sorry, can I read it from the screen? Yeah. Let me read verse 18 again. It says, by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. So that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance, inheritance in the saints. And so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Praise the Lord. Now, looking at the scripture, verse 18 says, 
And I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being may be enlightened, flooded with light by the Holy Spirit so that you will know and cherish so there is a knowing that comes by the help of the Holy Spirit. There is a revelation that comes by the help of the Holy Spirit. And the scripture continues here. It says that the riches of his glory is entered to the saints. Verse 19 says, And so that you will begin to know what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his active spiritual power is in us who believe. So there is a great surpassing power that is in us who believe, but we can't get to know this power or how it will work until we have the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Furthermore, the Holy Spirit helps us to be at peace. Hallelujah. It helps us to be at peace. It helps us to be at peace. What do I mean by peace? The Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians 22, verse 9 through to 14, we know that scripture very well. It says, Eyes have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. It says, But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is, of, who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us. Now, the scripture says, eyes have not seen, yes, have not had. It has not entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared. In other words, speaking to our future. The things that eyes have seen, the things that ears have had, they are in the past. The things that ears have not seen, the things that ears have not heard, they are in the future. Now, how do you want to get into the future with peace when you don't understand what God has in store for you? Jeremiah 29 verse 11 tells us. It says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Hallelujah. God is speaking to somebody here tonight. It says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. It says, this thought is a thought of peace, not of evil to give you a future and a hope. So God has thoughts towards us. His thoughts are good thoughts. His plans are great plans. Hallelujah. But we can't be at peace waiting for these plans or expecting these plans to find fulfillment or find expression until we discover them. And the only way that can be done is through the help of the Holy Spirit. He is the one that reveals the mind of God to us. And this is what happens. What happens? When the Holy Spirit reveals the mind of God, and when that, when that happens to you, when you have that mind of God, you are at peace because you know what the expected end is going to be. Because you know what the end is going to be. 
without the Holy Spirit, we can't assess and take possession of the things God has in mind for us. And if we don't know these things, we are at the mercy of being tossed to and fro. But when you know them, what happens is that you are secured. You are rest assured that your future is in place. Your future is taken care of. God has gotten your back. Looking at the book of Isaiah chapter 32 verse 15. One other thing that I expect, that we should expect the Holy Spirit to do in our lives as we engage him, is that he will change the landscape of our lives. Hello? Is somebody here with me tonight? The Holy Spirit will change the landscape of our lives. Isaiah chapter 32 verse 15. It says, until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is counted as the forest. Until the Spirit is poured. In other words, without the Spirit being poured upon us, wilderness is a situation. But when the Spirit is poured upon us, the wilderness becomes a fruitful field. And the fruitful field is counted as a forest. Friends, wilderness is not a pleasant place to live. Hallelujah. How many of us have seen the picture of a desert before? It's very green, right? Very green, very flourishing. Things grow very easily there. No. So the place of wilderness is a, is a place of barrenness. It's a place of dryness, a place of frustration. But when the Holy Spirit comes, he changes the landscape. Hallelujah. It changes everything. It gives beauty for ashes. The all of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And I see God do that for us in Jesus' mighty name. I see God do that for us in the mighty name of Jesus. And also the power of continuity. The power to continue. The power to hold on. I remember getting born again, and my friends then said, look, he's born again, let's give him three months. Hallelujah. I don't know how many of you here, they've said, let's give him some time, let's give her some time, she will come back. Let's give him some time, he will come back. And then, after three months, they said, no, let's give him one year. And the one year has not, has not ended. Hallelujah. And it's going to over two, two decades now. The power of continuity. You know what Paul said in Acts 26, verse 22? Acts 26, verse 22. Let's read it together. The book of Acts, chapter 26, and verse 22. Okay, can we all read together? Let's go. Want to go? Having obtained help from God, to this day I stand, witnessing both small and great, saying no other things than those which the prophets and Moses said will come. Hallelujah. Says, having done, having done what? Hello, are you with me tonight? Therefore, having done what? Obtain what? Obtain what? Having obtained help from God, I continued this day 
I continue to this day. Friends, the ability to continue in this journey of Christianity, pleasing God, is at the mercy of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It's at the mercy of the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. He is our primary helper. He is our primary helper. So we need to engage him much more than ever before. Praise the Lord. So how do we really, really engage him? How do we really, really engage him? How do we stay in the flow? Number one, acknowledge him. Hallelujah. Acknowledge the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14, verse 16. It says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. I'm reading the Amplified Version again, if you don't mind. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, that he may remain with you forever. Verse 17. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, welcome, take to its heart, because it does not see him or know him and recognize him, but you know and recognize him, for he lives with you constantly and will be in you. Lives with you constantly and will be in you. He says, look, they cannot know him. They cannot receive him because they do not acknowledge him. They do not reckon with his presence. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Welcome to its heart because it does not see him nor know him and recognize him. That talks about acknowledgement. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, if you are a guest visiting someone and you get there on invitation and you are not acknowledged, you are not welcomed, or they just pretend as if they didn't see you. Hello? What invitation is that? What, are they, what message are they trying to pass across? You are not wanted, true or false. They are trying to tell you, guy, you are not wanted. Although we gave you the invitation, but we changed our minds. Like somebody said, we gave you a visa to come into our territory, and we have revoked the visa. We have revoked the permit. So many times, we can't engage the Holy Spirit properly when we don't acknowledge his presence. When we don't acknowledge his personality. Hallelujah. So you should see the Holy Spirit as a person, as a friend, somebody you can talk to and you can just have a conversation with. The Holy Spirit is not wind. The Holy Spirit is not oil. The Holy Spirit is not cloud. It's not spooky. It's a personality. Praise the Lord. And you should consciously engage him and acknowledge him. There is nothing wrong with you saying good morning, Holy Spirit. 
Welcome, Holy Spirit. I love you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. That way you are recognizing his presence. You are acknowledging his presence. And what happens is that there is a bonding that comes between you and the Holy Spirit. When you acknowledge him. Praise the Lord. Secondly, you appropriate his ability and power. We all have electricity in our houses. Praise the Lord. We have power. And the power we all have is the same power. Is that true of us? True. But we put the power to different uses. For some, you use it to power your TV sets, your gadgets, whatever it is. But it is the same power, but it is appropriated in different ways. Hallelujah. So the only way, one of the ways you will engage the, you will engage the Holy Spirit, the game changer, is when you appropriate his power and ability. He's your helper. Praise the Lord. Why would you allow your helper not to help you? Why won't you challenge your helper to help you? Why do you want to struggle all alone? Hallelujah. I know many of us here, maybe a few of us here have house helps. Praise the Lord. How will it look like if you have a house help who's supposed to help you do things in the house and then you ask your house help to be seated in the sitting room and you go into the kitchen and do all the dishes. You do all the cooking. You do all the washing. And your house help is there the first day. Your house help is there the second day. Your house help is there the third day. Very soon the house help will call you, Madam, what did I do wrong? Because you are sending a message across to the house help that your services no needed. That is what happens when we don't engage the, the, the Holy Spirit practically in the affairs of our lives on a daily basis. You need to engage him. And it's that happened between me and my wife. And um, she was looking for something in the house. And she has turned the whole house the way women will do it. Apologies, women. And uh, I was planning to get angry. So I was looking at the angle my anger will show up. When I was planning that, I just heard the Holy Spirit tell me, just calm down. Calm down. And then I, I remained calm. By that time, she had looked everywhere for this thing she was looking for, talked to everybody, done everything. And then just as she stepped out of the house, she was going somewhere. She came back and said in Yoruba language, Eba mi femiwa. That means, help me look for it with the spirits. 
And thank God the spirit was alive. <laughs> you know, and I just said, Holy Spirit, so let's go and look for this thing. And you won't believe it. When she said she kept it, that she had turned upside down, was where I went to exactly. And I got there. And just a little inside the wardrobe where she kept it, the thing she was looking for was there. So I picked it out. And I went to meet her. And she said, where did you see it? In anger, I said, heaven. (laughs) Hallelujah. That's a practical example of engaging the Holy Spirit. The little, little things, the mundane things, the things that will cause you stress, that will make you turn the whole house upside down. You know, he will just give you that direction, that instruction. Just guide you to exact, exact, exact place where the thing is located. Hallelujah. You know what the scripture calls him? The scripture calls him the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth. John chapter 16 verse 13. John chapter 16 verse 13 rather. He said the spirit of truth says it will guide you into all truth. Let's read it. John chapter 16, verse 13. Let's read it together. John 16, 13. The book of John, chapter 16, verse 13. Please, can we have it? It says, but when he, the spirit of truth, the truth-giving spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the world, full truth, for, we, for he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. I mean, how does that sound? Awesome. So you are not in the dark. Hallelujah. You are not in the dark. You are not lost. You know the end. You know where God is taking you to. Because you know where he's taking you to. You are at peace. Praise the Lord. The mountains may be just, the mountains may be roaring, you know. The storms may be coming. But you are at peace. Because God has given you a picture of the end. He's given you a picture of what's going to come to be at the end of the day. So you are not shaking. Tell your neighbor, no shaking. No shaking. God has got my back. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. I know one of the reasons why people don't want to let go, why they don't want to just yield to God. Many are afraid of conviction. They are afraid of being vulnerable to the Holy Spirit. They still want to hide some things. Some areas you don't want the Holy Spirit to get into. But I want to advise you this evening. You need to open up. You can't be clean until you allow the one that can clean you enter. Hallelujah. You can't be clean. 
You can't be made whole until you allow the personality of the Holy Spirit, the one who has been given the authority, who has the assignment to clean you, enter in there. You know what the scripture says in the book of Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, verse 12. Let's read Matthew chapter 11. We're going to have to pray in a few minutes. Matthew 11. Matthew 3, 11, rather. It says, I indeed, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I. Who sandal I am not worthy to carry, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Hallelujah. Verse 12. His winnowing fan is in his hands. He will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor. God is thoroughly cleaning out somebody tonight in Jesus' name. He will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn the chaff with unquenchable fire. There are some chaff that needs to be born. Hallelujah. There are some chaff that needs to be born. That needs to be taken out. And the Holy Spirit is the only person that can do that. Hallelujah. I want us to bow our heads tonight. And I just want you to just talk to the Holy Spirit there as you're seated. And make it a commitment that you'll be yielded to him. Somebody said this, and it's very important, I repeat it tonight. He said, the Holy Spirit will announce his presence, but he does not announce his exit. The Holy Spirit will announce his presence, but will not announce his exit. I want you to ask for the help of the Holy Spirit tonight. And I want you to just choose, choose a specific area, a specific area, and ask that the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth concerning that specific area. Ask that the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. That the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. That will guide you into all truth concerning that specific area. Somebody needs to just go ahead and speak in tongues tonight. Just go ahead and just speak in tongues tonight. Identify yourself. Build up yourself tonight. Answer that the Holy Spirit will make himself real to you in a new way. You don't just want to hear about him, but you want to know him experientially. You want to experience him. You want to experience him. You want to experience him. Someone needs strength to continue. Ask that he will help you to continue in the name of Jesus. Ask for grace for continuity.
ask that he will reveal truth to you in the name of Jesus. He will reveal the mind of God. He will reveal the mind of God to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's rise to our feet. I want us to just take one or two more prayer points and then we, um, we take communion. You know, the text Pastor Emmanuel read, it says, you know, uh, that God would grant unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. That we may know the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the mighty power that is working in us. He says that same power was uh, at work when Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. I like saying that when you don't know the exchange rate, you may be rich yet think you are poor. I want you to ask God for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The same thing some people have been looking for in the flesh. You will find it in the spirit this month. I want you to just pray that prayer. Lord, let me see with your eyes. Let me see with your eyes. Let me see with your eyes. There are some things you are looking for in this month of May. Father, let me see with your eyes. Grant me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Grant me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Let me know this Holy Spirit truly. Let me, let me feel and let me, let me uh, undergo the impact of this Holy Spirit truly. Father, grant to me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. There are some issues that are proving naughty. I want you to table them before God this evening. Father, concerning this matter, concerning this job, concerning this mortgage, whatever it is, grant me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. He says he will lead the blind in the way that they did not know. Father, Lord, concerning this matter, I ask for your leading. I ask, Lord, to see by the eyes of your spirit. I ask, Lord, to think as the spirit thinks. He says that as the heavens are higher than, uh, than the earth, so are his ways higher than our ways and his thoughts higher than our thoughts. Father, Lord, pull me up to where you are. Give me a consciousness. Give me a leading. You want a Holy Spirit testimony this month. You want to be able to say that I heard the spirit say, do this, and I did it. Father, I submit myself to your leading this month. He says, then you will hear a voice behind you saying, behold, this is the way walking in it. Whether you turn to the left or you turn to the right. Father, Lord, give me ears that hear, hearts that perceive, eyes that see, O God. Help me in this month. Help me in this month, O God. Your promise of steadiness and steadfastness. Father, I walk in it in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray the spirit of wisdom and revelation. There are things God has prepared for you this month. Pray that you walk into them stresslessly. Pray that you walk into them with ease. 
pray that you walk into them without struggle or strife. I want you to pray that that which is yours will be delivered unto you. I want you to pray that prayer tonight. That which is yours. That which God has destined for you in this month. It will not escape you in the name of Jesus. Because you will see with the eyes of the Spirit. You will see with the eyes of the Spirit. You will see with the eyes of the Spirit. You will see with the eyes of the Spirit. You will see with the eyes of the Spirit. I want you to pray for a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit. Ask God for depth. Ask God for depth. Ask God for depth. He says, when my heart is overwhelmed, please lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Ask God for depth. Father, I want to find you this month. He says, I look up to the hills from where my help comes. My help comes from the Lord. You made heaven and the earth. Father, I want to find you this month in a new place, in a deeper place, a new side of you. Father, Lord, give me depth this month. Increase, oh God, my relationship. Increase my desire for the things of God. He says, as the deer panteth after the streams of water, so do my, does my heart pant after you. My soul longs after you, oh Lord, my Redeemer. I want you to ask God for a panting. He says, as many whose uh, uh, mouths are open, they will be filled. The hungry will be filled. The thirsty will be filled. I want you to pray that your hunger and your thirst will bring results this month. Pray that your hunger and your thirst. Father, I ask for a holy discontent. I ask for a divine hunger, a divine thirst. I want to pant for you. I've been at the same realm for too long. Father, give me fresh desire. Give me fresh hunger. Give me fresh thirst. I want you to pray those prayers. Give me fresh hunger. Give me fresh thirst. A fresh outpouring. Ask God for revival in your personal life. Ask God for revival in your prayer life. Ask God for revival in your Bible study. Reko sakata ikeboshta. Imbramo zuste gragadu sheketaya. Lembo zusaba. Embragadista gayamasaga. Ask for a revival. In your secret place, a revival. In your secret place, a revival. Some of you haven't prayed in a long time. You haven't spent time in God's presence. You haven't done more than five minutes. Father, set me on fire this month. Set me on fire this month. Set my prayer life on fire this month. The Bible says that the fire shall forever be burning on the altar. It shall not be put out. Father, my prayer altar. Father, my devotion altar. Father, Lord, my relationship with you, that altar. I ask, Lord, for a new fire. A new fire. A new fire. A new fire in this month. Ask God for a new fire. A new fire. Lord, a new grace upon my life. He says, you have anointed my, uh, my head with fresh oil. Exalted my horn like the horn of a unicorn. Father, Lord, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, new testimonies. Thank God for last month, but this is a new month. Father, I receive new grace. Lord, I receive new testimonies. Lord, I receive new oil. In the name of Jesus, I want you to pray those prayers. The path of the righteous man is as of a shining light is shining brighter and brighter in my prayer life a new brightness 
in my devotion a new brightness. Father, Lord, I hold on to you in this month. Let me not be ashamed. I set my face like a flint. I will not be ashamed. Oh Lord, Father, I receive depth. I receive strength. I receive grace. I receive glory. No good thing will be withheld from me. I am surrounded with favor as with a shield. If the ways of a man please God, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Father, I receive peace even with my adversaries in the name of Jesus. I receive peace even with my competition in the name of Jesus. I receive peace, O God. No weapon that is formed or fashioned against me will prosper. Strange tongues are silenced in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray. I want you to receive grace for this month. I want you to receive strength for this month. You will not end up on a sick bed. We will not, you will not be victim of, a, of an accident, of a car crash. It is not your portion. God's portion for you this month is goodness and mercy following you. That is your portion. He pulls you up out of the merry clay, sets your feet upon a rock, puts a new song in your mouth. That is your portion. Goodness and mercy follows you. Grace and compassion is your portion. Favor in the palace of the kings. You stand before kings, not before ordinary men. This month, your gift is making room for you. This month, your gift is making room for you. This month, your gift is making room for you. I want you to decree a thing and it is established. Decree a thing and it is established. As we share communion tonight, every grace, every blessing that accrues to you, by virtue of the death of Jesus upon the cross, let it begin to find expression in my life. Jesus died so I might live. Jesus carried my sin, carried my shame, carried my disgrace upon him. This month, I receive grace for disgrace. I receive rejoicing for mourning. I receive strength for weakness. I want you to pray as you break bread and as you drink of the blood. I want you to pray. Every curse is lifted. Every plan of the devil is aborted. The, the wisdom of Ahitophel is turned into foolishness. The scheme of the devil is voided. God is putting others in your place. He lifts one up and pulls another down. You escape the noisome pestilence. It is not your portion in the name of Jesus. The arrow by day and the terror by night. It is not your portion in the name of Jesus. He gives his angels charge over you. They hold you up. They keep you in all your ways. You will not cast your foot against a stone. I want you to pray. Every blessing of the blood, every blessing of the body of Christ, you receive it in the name of Jesus. 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 It is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Christ, and that we might receive the promise of the Spirit by faith. Father, I receive the promise of the Spirit in this month of May. As I take communion, I receive the promise of the Spirit. As I take communion, I receive the promise of the Spirit. I want you to pray. 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 Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. And so, Lord, we do this tonight in remembrance of you. We break bread, O oh Lord, and we drink of the blood. We decree as a church.